The truth lives. Political bombshell. Political bombshell here. So we are going to talk really quick about the debate, the first the presidential debate before we get into the show. Basically, I thought it was just uh, quite a train wreck. I mean, as far as talking over each other, it wasn't. It was hard to follow. The moderator lost all control of the whole thing. But the substance that I that I did that did come out. I thought that it made a clear difference that Biden clearly is living in Wonderland with these green deals and lie he's lying about his son Hunter and uh, I just thought that it was just calling calling the president a clown he didn't score any points cuz he's telling he's saying the president isn't presidential but if you're if you're going to be president, you have to be presidential and be above that, and you can't call the president of the United States a clown. So I thought it was a bit of a train wreck. I thought that if you were for, if you were for Biden before you watched this, you're still gonna be for Biden. If you were for Trump before this, which I am, you're still gonna be for Trump. And I don't, I thought that no one was swayed I thought it's I think it's still gonna be the same so that's pretty much what I thought of the debate I thought that the format is was to blame the way how it was set up the format was to blame so the format was actually enticing a train wreck in my opinion so that's what I thought I thought it could have possibly even been done on purpose because they know that President Trump's style is is like uh he likes to be in command and he he has this what's the word I'm looking for like uh he's like a fighter basically and so this forum was set up to make him look bad in my opinion that's just a feeling I get. But I just think it was too much interruptions going on, and uh, you know Biden kept calling the president a liar. But in many cases Biden was lying. He lied lied about his son. He's lying about the Green Deal. He's lying that he's not socialist, going more to the left. So there's many things that just. It wasn't a good debate. It was just too messianic, for lack of a better word. So that's pretty much all I have to say about it. And so now we will get into the show. And the show is going to talk about some things that uh, is very troubling as far as Hillary Clinton goes. But... That's what I thought. If I had to rate the debate on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being really good and 1 being really bad, I would say 
probably a four. I would rate it a four. This is our moment to make hope and history rhyme. By the time I finish, I'm gonna have a nice sunburn right here. This is, where's my sunblock? We know about this president. Because if he's given four more years, it's a good thing, not a bad thing. He'll be what he's been for the last four years. It's a good thing. The president takes no responsibility. It's a good thing, not a bad thing. Refuses to leave. What blames others? It's a good thing. Cozy's up to dictators. It's a good thing, not a bad thing. The days of cozying up to dictators is over. It's a good thing. Never about you. No believing it's all about him. They want to cancel you. Totally cancel you. After eight long years, Joe Biden and Barack Obama left America weak, weak. Me, we, we're the wall between the American dream and the destruction of the greatest country. Five million Americans affected by COVID-19. The president still does not have a plan. Well, I do. I have news for him. No miracle is coming. Is that the America you want for you, you? Disrespected and endangered. I will not let that happen. Come on, man. Joe Biden is a puppet of the radical left movement. We know about this president. Because if he's given four more years, it's a good thing, not a bad thing. He'll be what he's been for the last four years. It's a good thing. The president takes no responsibility. It's a good thing, not a bad thing. Refuses to leave. What blames others? It's a good thing. Cozy's up to dictators. It's a good thing, not a bad thing. The days of cozying up to dictators is over. It's a good thing. He'll believe it's all about him. Never about you. They want to cancel you. Totally cancel you. But if Biden is elected, elected, control of the border will be ceded to violent cartels. When Joe Biden was vice president, the border was an open pipeline for criminals, gang members, and cartels. 50 million people will file for unemployment this year. Nearly one in six small businesses have closed this year. Cases and deaths remain far too high. High. Working families will struggle to get by. Bye. Many, many Democrats, few, few Republicans. Trump is down by six. Trump is down by six. Our current president has failed. He's failed to protect us. Joe Biden, you're fired. Four more years. It's a good thing, not a bad thing. He'll be what he's been for the last four years. It's a good thing. The president takes no responsibility. It's a good thing, not a bad thing. Refuses to leave. What blames others? It's a good thing. Cozy's up to dictators. It's a good thing, not a bad thing. The days of cozying up to dictators is over. It's a good thing. Never about you. No believing it's all about him. They want to cancel you. Totally cancel you. It's a hump day party song. Turn up them speakers and sing along. Worked all week trying to make a dollar, listening to that boss man holler. Take a look and what do I see? Middle of the week, halfway free. It's party time tonight. It's a hump day party song. Turn up them speakers and sing. Welcome to a political bomb show. So, today's show is going to be as usual, business as usual. And a separate show will be dealing with the debate as it's coming on so late. And so, this is the way it has to be. So, let's get on with the show. PoliticalBombsTo.com, as you know. Joe Biden ignores reporters after he deplanes in Cleveland. Speaking of him deplaning, after endorsing the Green New Deal, 
Joe Biden boards a new gas guzzling Biden Harris plane to Cleveland. Unbelievable. Unreal. Unreal. And an attempted hit on Dan Crenshaw face plants. Let's turn you off, buddy. Okay. So Dan Crenshaw's opponent in his upcoming congressional race attempted a weak hit today by releasing an ad claiming that over 100 doctors had begged Crenshaw to stop spreading COVID-19 disinformation. Given we are dealing with a leftist here, I assume that's code for promoting anything but useless harmful lockdowns. After all, no one amount to anything serious, good faith, discussion, etc, etc, etc. The point is, it didn't really have an effect. And that's the way I like to hear it. Now, the latest document dump by the DNI Ratchcliffe shows Hillary Camp likely hatched plot on Russia two weeks after Seth Rich murder murder and four days after WikiLeaks release. A lot of Hillary stuff in the news. Did Hillary Clinton sign off on early Trump Russia hoax? Obviously. Obviously. So let's uh let's talk a little bit about that. I mean I wouldn't put it past the witch, honestly. And she's still out and free. She's not locked up. I don't understand how she's not locked up at all. I really and truly doesn't got do not understand why she's not behind bars. That's where she should be, behind bars. So let's see. Let's read this. On Tuesday, Director of National Intelligence John Ratchcliffe briefed Senator Lindsey Graham on documents revealing an alleged Hillary Clinton plot to launch to launch a scandal campaign attempting to tie then-candidate Trump to Russia President Vladimir Putin and the Russians' hacking of the Democrat National Committee. The Intelligence Committee had discovered a Russian an analyst about the plot and even briefed Barack Obama Obama about it CIA director John Brennan forwarded the referral to FBI James Comsey and a certain deputy assistant director of counterintelligence named Peter Strzok stroke whatever you want to call him Graham said, the newly uncovered documents must suggest a double standard at the FBI. There's nothing new about that. Of course it's a double standard. Of course. Surge in illegal immigrants smuggled into U.S. packed in commercial tractor trailers. Mm. Wow, wow, wow. 
Wowzy, wow, wow, wow. Wisconsin, more than 10,000 presidential election ballots collected doing democracy in the park. Let's see. So the city of Madison collected 10,813 absentee ballots from local residents at this weekend's Democracy in the Park event, which state Republicans tried to halt. Despite a threat of legal action from the state GOP, if the event were to take place, the Madison's clerk office pretty much said F you and forged ahead with the event urging Republicans had no legal sub no legal support for allegations. The event con constituted an illegal collection of ballots. Madison clerk, some stupid bitch said, the clerk's office did not separate the more than 10,000 ballots from others that have been turned in or that have arrived by mail while the ballots have been sorted and alphabet, alphabet, put in alphabetical order, they have not been counted. Under Wisconsin law, absentee ballots cannot be counted until 7 a.m. on election day. So far, 89,305 city, Madison, 185,466 registered voters have requested an absentee ballot. So let's see how that goes. Hopefully it wasn't an empty threat and they do follow through. Because that's the problem with a lot of Republicans. Empty threats and they do not follow through. You need to follow through, people. You need to follow through. <clears throat> that's the bottom line. Here's how liberal groups are combating Amy Coney Barrett's upcoming confirmation. Liberal groups are warning that Supreme Court nominee Amy Coney Barrett will severely restrict reproductive freedoms and strip health care access, arguing that the vacancy shouldn't be filled until after the next inauguration. Planned Parenthood, they're full of crap because let's say that it's the next inauguration and Trump is president. Well, then what? They'll find another excuse. They're full of manusa. F out of here. Glenn Greenwald explains why he was totally formally banned from MSNBC, MSNBC, let's see what this is all about. Let's see what this is all about. The progressive left is so allergic to opposing views that they will even avoid having to engage with people on their side who don't quite follow the prevailing narratives of the day. Their prosperity of avoiding dissent is evident in the case of Glenn Greenwald, who started that far left news media outlet on MSNBC, has prohibited him from appearing on its network. In a conversation on, on a former Fox News anchor Megyn Kelly's podcast on Monday, he stated that he is no longer allowed to appear on MSNBC 
the two journalists spoke on various issues, but when the discussion turned to the news network, Grainswall mentioned his appearances on the network with host Rachel Madcow and Chris Hayes. He recounted that his time on the network with the two hosts, I used to be really good friends with Rachel Madcow, he said, before she got her MSNBC show and was on Air America, I used to go on all the time, and we used to bash Democrats from the left as a fraudulent political party. He continued, she's very, very smart. Same with MSNBC host Chris Hayes, who's been a longtime friend of mine. I used to go on both of their shows all the time. Okay, let's get to Chase. What is the the reason? Let's see. When Kelly asked Greenwald to confirm that it was an official ban, he stated that tons of friends from MSNBC told him that he was totally formally banned, he said. I have producers who try to book me and they get told no. He's on the no book list. MSNBC denied Gradeswald's claims in a statement that the network released to The Hill. A spokesperson working for the network stated that there is no ban on the journalists, explaining that none of MSNBC's hosts has asked him since 2016. However, when The Hill reached out to Greenwall, he told a different story. I was told this in 2017 and early 2018 by two separate producers with two separate shows that they were told never to book me, he said. I should always, I should also add that it's not just me, but several liberal left journalists, including Matt Tibby and Jeremy Scahill, who used to regularly appear there and stop once they expressed criticism of MSNBC's Russiagate coverage and skepticism generally about the narrative. Tippy recently had a conversation with The Hill in which he asserted that woke politics has infested the world of journalism and is systematically destroying the fourth estate from within. So, yeah, that's got pretty much self-explanatory there. Do I feel bad for them? Not really, but hey, reaping what you sow, reaping what you sow. More Hillary newly declassified intel assessment reveals Hillary Clinton may have hatchet Russia. Okay, I talked about that already. And, um, so let's talk about the tr Trump responding to the New York Times tax, <laughs> excuse me, bombshell story. So, a reporter asked President Trump, there's a New York Times story that came out about an hour ago. That says that when 
you came to the White House, you were paying about $750 a year in federal income tax. They are not releasing that. They are not publishing that tax returns. They're not showing that out there. They're saying to protect their source. Of course, it's all BS. In your tax return, sir, does that sound right to you? Were you paying a couple hundred dollars in the federal income taxes? President Trump responded, No, it's fake news. It's totally fake news, made up fake. We went through the same story as you can harass me. The same questions four years ago I had to legitimate to litigate this is all uh, uh, this is talk about it totally it's totally fake news no actually I paid tax but and you'll see that as soon as my tax returns it's under order they've been under order for a long time the IRS does not treat me well they treat me like the Tea Party like they treated the Tea Party and they don't treat me well. They treat me very, very badly. You have people in the IRS, the way they treat me very, very badly, but they're under audit. And when they're not, I would be proud to show you, but that's just fake news. The New York Times try to do the same thing they want to create a little bit of story, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, yada yada, bada bada bing, bada bada bang. Let's just call a spade a spade. They're full of minutia. Do you know what minutia is? Do you know what cow farts is? You know the thing that AOC wants to ban? That's what they're full of. You get me? So, yeah, I don't read anything into what they're trying to, to tell us here. It's just all BS. It's all BS. It really is BS. This is our moment to make hope and history rhyme. By the time I finish, I'm going to have a nice sunburn right here. This is, where, where's my sunblock? What we know about this president is if he's given four more years. It's a good thing, not a bad thing. Good thing, not bad thing obviously good thing not bad thing and what else do we have going on here what else do we have going on what else do we have going on what else do we have going on what do we have going on well Clarence Thomas should not recuse himself from election-related cases because Joe Biden was a jerk in the 90s. What is this all about? Joey, Joey, you were a jerk, and you still are. Since the most corporate media opinion piece, pieces could rival the Babylon Bee in the terms of, I don't even know what the Babylon Bee is. Citrixel quality, this one comes as no surprise. 
the Washington Post columnist Colbert King has decided that if the election results end up at the Supreme Court, Justice Clarence should recuse himself. King asserts this mostly because Joe Biden turned the confirmation hearings for Justice Thomas into a three-ring circus and Thomas took note of it in his memoir. No, he should not accuse himself. Get the hell out of here. People are full of crap. Really are. You're just sickening. You're full of crap. You're just full of crap, Biden. You're full of crap. Minutia. Anything you want to tell me? No. No. Of course not. Of course there's nothing he wants to tell me. Because he is full of crap, honestly. You think that uh, that uh, Democrat, what's, I don't even know some of these liberal judges, I can't think of their names. You think they would accuse themselves? They're not going to accuse themselves. I learned a lot. Yeah, he learned a lot. He did. He learned a lot. He's got hairy legs. That's what he learned, right? And it is time for a president who understands Coldplay is the best band in the world. That's wrong. You got that wrong. No, look, I... I got hairy legs. Exactly. Exactly. I'm just hoping that he says that tonight. I really do. Let's see. What else we got? So, this is interesting. Joe Biden campaign requests requests breaks every 30 minutes during tonight's first debate well of course it's past joe biden's bedtime i'm surprised he could make it out of the basement what kind of drug he's hopped up on he wouldn't even take a drug test he wouldn't even take a drug test he can't he can't take a third biden to release his 2019 tax returns ahead of tonight's debate but won't agree to electronic air inspection or drug test. You see? You see? You see the BS here? He won't agree to an electronic air inspection. You know why? Because he will have an airpiece. Trust me on that. He'll have an airpiece. So I'll be definitely looking for that. I'll, he definitely is going to have an airpiece. Zing zing hero Dr. Scott Atlas absolutely destroys Dr. Fusi Fussy FU and Dr. Redfield after their ridiculous attacks. Let's see what that's all about. Fusi Fussy FU Fusi Fussy FU Earlier Monday, CDC Director Dr. Redfield attacked Dr. Scott Atlas on a flight from Atlanta to Washington, D.C. Redfield was overheard by an employee of NBC News saying everything he says is false. Then on Monday afternoon, Quack NIAID Director Dr. Anthony Fusifasi F.U. attacked Dr. Scott Atlas on CNN pushing 
inaccurate information. Both doctors have a record of crazy, twisted, and ridiculous statements. When Dr. Atlas went on the Laura Ingram show, he unloaded on the two elites using their own words against them. Dr. Scott, Dr. Scott Atlas, I was called in because I can translate the medical science into public policy to do everything he can to protect the vulnerable to open schools and open society and to make sure hospitals are not overcrowded. Of course, this is the right policy. It happens to be policy in many of the world's leading epidemiologics and infectious disease people. There are other experts that say things like, no, you shouldn't wear masks, to yes, you should wear masks, to hey, a mask is better than a, a vaccine, Redfield, or some other expert might say, no, you should wear masks, and then change it to yes, you should wear masks, and then change it to everyone should wear goggles. Crazy Fuzzy Fuzzy FU. Appointing Dr. Scott Atlas to the White House COVID team was another brilliant move by President Trump. Oh, yeah. Anything else? What we got? All I want to do is just talk about the debate, but like I said, it's very late and I'm not going to be able to. Just too much going on, folks. If you knew how much I had going on, so uh, what else we got? So we got the zing 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 zingy zingy zingy. Israel Israelis protest Israel Israelis protest bill to stifle protests doing COVID nineteen lockdown. Kuwait's ruler, Emir Shi, I can't even pronounce this. Emir Shi, Shi Saba dies at 91. The hashtag Fine Send Files shine a spotlight on how banks are ordered to. Okay. Okay, let's play. Let's see if uh, let's see if we have footage of first saying this. Let's see if we have actual footage of first saying this. So she should be talking. She's supposed to be talking about the notorious RBG. But and then they also ask her who's the best rapper alive. I guess everyone. Some people do think Tupac's alive. She's probably one of them. I gotta find a video. Let's see. Let's see if, we, if it's here. There we go. Let's start this over. 
She was part of our culture. Yes, we wear those notorious B.I.G. t-shirts with a lot of pride. But since she passed, there are parents reminding their children that she helped their line. She was part of our culture. Yes, we wear those notorious B.I.G. t-shirts with twice. a lot of pride. But since she passed... Wow. Unreal. The notorious B.I.G. Unreal. Wow. 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 Nice. Notorious B.I.G. I can't, I, that, she didn't say it there, but oh wait, only Tupac has been dead for 24 years. Uh, let's see, okay, let's see if this is, I heard the Tupac one she did here, her answer with Tupac. I think this is it. No, this is not, that's not it. I think here it is, this might be it. This might be it. And then, uh, best rapper alive. Tupac. <laughs> He's not alive. You say he lives on. Well, not a lot. I know. I keep doing that. <laughs> you say, listen, West Coast girls think Tupac lives on. I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay, they try to turn it into a joke. She didn't know. Stupid. Dumb. She's an idiot. She's a she's a, she's a dummy. Um, uh, what else we got? Anything else going on here? Mm, 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 mm. Why the House GOP and maybe some Democrats want Speaker Pelosi out? Well, that's interesting. Very, very interesting. Let's see. Uh, hmm. What do we got here? Okay, so it says here, conservatives who make up the House of Freedom Caucus last week forced a meeting of the House entire Republican conference to discuss motion to vacate the chair. It's interesting. Okay, um... Well, this is uh, this is uh, this is coming from another podcast, <gasps> the Daily News podcast. I don't want to read from another podcast, but I can surely understand why they want to get rid of her. I really can't understand Nancy. I mean, she gets sets up all she gets set up all the time. And then I see a picture. I say, uh, Nancy Pelosi. Well, where's her man? And I'll tell you what. She must have treated that beauty salon owner pretty badly. She uses the salon and the salon turned her in. I was set up. I was set up. Then you're not supposed to get set up. Okay. You're not supposed to get set up, but obviously she did. She got set up. She got set up. Speaking of set up, you should go and set yourself up on my Teespring store you should lyrical bomb show presents t-shirts hoodies face masks exclusive on teespring stores only 
political bombshell. Make a political statement. So, who are you rooting for, obviously, tonight? Obviously, you're rooting for... Or last night, rather. I keep saying tonight. Last night. Who were you rooting for? So, like I said, because of the nature of how what time it came on, I didn't talk about it today's... Today's hump... Oh, hump day. Today's hump day. I did not even do my hump day song. Oh, well. Um... So, I will do a separate show, probably probably come on later this afternoon or the, or the evening, and I will uh, briefly talk about that, or even Thursday's show. We'll see how things goes. Things don't always go to plan, as you know. So, it is what it is, what it is, what it is, and that's just the way how things are. Huh, interesting. Very interesting. I thought I had that. I don't have it. Oh, well. I thought that I had something here, but I don't see it. I don't see it at all. Just like I said, things don't always go as planned. Things don't always go as planned. What's doing? That's right. Well, hump day, hump day. Hump day, hump day was today. And tomorrow will be another day. So that's pretty much all I got for you today. And I will see you in the next one. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, and all that good stuff. Peace. Oh, baby, come on, so come on, people, baby.